0: The Lord be with you. you, A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials, named Jairus, came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please, come lay your hands on her, that she may get well and live. He went off with him, and a large crowd followed him, impressed upon him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for twelve years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors, and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus, and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, If I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately her flow of blood dried up. and She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who has touched my clothes? But his disciples said to Jesus, You see how the crowd is pressing upon you, and yet you ask, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people of the synagogue official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid had faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around. At that they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. We hear once again this familiar story that comes up relatively frequently in the gospels on the Sunday celebrations the fact that our lord uh, comes and goes uh, to ultimately bring healing to one but heals another in the uh, in the interim it's kind of a, an, interesting, uh, an interesting discussion and reflection in itself, just the fact of the frequency uh, with which our blessed Lord would encounter these individuals seeking Him, seeking His healing and His grace. But interestingly, he's, he's going through this, uh, through this crowd of people who, as the Scripture multiple times tells us, we're pressing upon Him, someone touches Him. And it's a different way, you know, he looks around and he says, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples, of course, are kind of confused. And they point out the foolishness of such a question. Lord, you're in a crowd of people. A lot of people touched you. A lot of people have pressed against you and touched your clothes. What kind of question is that? They're confused by this. And our Lord continues on, not looking at basically ignoring his disciples, as he often does in those situations. And then... He finds the woman and has this interaction with her, ultimately encouraging her um, in her faith, uh, recognizing that she has indeed been healed and been saved. But all the question still stands as a reasonable one for us of the disciples. Why do you ask who touched you? Why do you ask? There's a reality that... A lot of people were, again, were touching our Lord. So the disciples' question is a rather sensible one. Why do you ask this question? Everyone is touching you. Everyone is getting close to you and pressing into you. The question we ought to ask is, why aren't people getting miracles, healings, time after time after time after time after time as they happen to bump into our Lord? As they're walking along the coastline and someone hits them or they, they, they hit, a little, they hit a, little, a little dip in the sand and fall towards them a little bit and somebody bumps shoulders with our Lord and boom, 20 years suffering, healed. Why don't we hear that happening? In a sense, the disciples' question brings us to that deeper one, one that we ought to be asking within our own hearts. The simple fact is that many who are following our Lord were not there in full faith. Many people were there. Indeed, some, had been, some maybe were following because he had already healed them. Maybe he just had the ones who were healed directly in his perimeter so we don't have the healing accounts, right? I don't think that's exactly correct. There were many who lacked faith. Think of the individuals in the gospel who desired to follow our Lord, but when our Lord sets the conditions, they walk away either because they have other concerns, or they're because of their wealth, or their possessions, or their honor, or stature. All of these things can keep one from following our Lord, from allowing him to come close, and for them to get close to him. In short, a lack of faith prevents many miracles from happening. There's also the fact that, essentially, in his own day, our Lord was the entertainment show of the night. This is not something we often think about. Uh, Jesus as entertainment but it's a reality if you don't have the internet if you don't have TV if you don't have books if you don't have all the things that we do in our world to distract ourselves to entertain ourselves you gotta do something in town and when some guy comes in and starts saying things that sound a little absurd when some guy comes in and starts touching people and they get healed from these various diseases and illnesses it's curious I gotta see this It's like a show you get to watch. Magic tricks happening all over the place. And so how many people went simply to be essentially entertained? To watch and to see a marvel and to go, wow. But not to say anything more. Many people around our Lord fell away from him when it came down to the fact of actually following him of actually opening their hearts to Him. Many were there simply for a short time. We'll see, especially in John chapter six, in the coming weeks, that as soon as our Lord starts to really speak crazy things, large numbers of people leave Him. He even wonders if His disciples are gonna stick around through through this madness that is His teachings and His preaching. Reality is that many, again, did not have faith in him. But the woman who comes does. This woman who comes in the midst of a crowd, pressing upon our Lord, touching him all over and, and, and just running into him, bumping into him, presumably. Uh, I reflect upon my own, my own times of going where the, anywhere where there's children, and immediately they're like, shoo, just all upon you. The reality is that the, the crowds were certainly like this with our Lord, pulling and tugging at his sleeves, right? How many people touched his clothes that day? But she comes with an intention. She comes with a profound faith. She had heard about this Jesus. She's tried everything else. She spent all of her money, all the, all the doctor's trips and her disease is only progressing. Nothing is helping. She's desperate. And she hears about this man. So she intentionally makes a trip, she makes a pilgrimage essentially to go visit our Lord. And as she reaches out, she says in her own mind, she says to herself, if I can just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. That's faith. It's an immense faith. And this is the reason that whenever she does touch just his clothing, power emanates forth from our Lord and heals her and she feels it at that exact moment. She knows the healing is taking place. In a sense, she doesn't need him to say anything otherwise. Our Lord's encounter with her is extra. But our Lord desires that extra for her, to be able to assure her fully. Not only is she healed, but she is saved on account of her faith. The question for us is whether we are touching our Lord or whether we happen to be bumping into him. And this is a disposition ultimately of our own hearts. Because there are many places where we can come and encounter Christ. We can come and be in His presence. Here at Mass, in our times of prayer, as we walk through the course of our day and encounter our Lord in the blessed poor, as we encounter our Lord in the the beauty of His creation, and in countless other ways where He makes Himself manifest to us. And the question is are we allowing our hearts to be touched by Him in those places? to actually affect some change within us, or are we simply bopping along at life and happening to run into him? I want to encourage especially here at Mass, because here's the place where we can touch him physically, just as this woman was able to, to receive him into our very flesh, have that intimate contact and encounter with him, that if we allow it within us, and work miracles. The saints of the church often reflect upon this reality. St. Peter, Julian, Amard, whose feast we'll celebrate in a little over a month, he's a phenomenal lover of the Eucharist. And he said one Holy Communion received with a pure heart, a perfectly pure heart, will be enough to make one, one a saint instantaneously because of the touch of Christ. Not because of ourselves, but because of what he does. The fact that it doesn't happen every time is on us. Are we here allowing our hearts to be open to Christ? Are we here expecting something to happen? Or is this just what we do? You go to church on Sundays, it's the thing we do, right? Do we recognize that Christ still works miracles today? that He still comes with His touch in the Eucharist to change us, not just spiritually, but even physically. The disposition of our heart determines all of these things. If we are open to it, Christ can radically change us. He can pull us out of our sin. He can pull us out of our weakness. He can do an incredible number of things. It is for us to have faith to reach out, to touch Him, intentionally, knowingly, faithfully, and with great love in our hearts. We know not the Lord's will, but we do know this, that if we open our hearts to Him, He will give us everything that is necessary for us. We need not know His will, we need simply trust in Him and know that He will provide each and every day for us in accordance with our needs. As we offer this Holy Mass to come once more and to be in the presence of our Lord, but even to touch him, to receive him even. May God grant us the grace truly to open our hearts, truly to say yes to Christ, that the Lord might increase today our faith, that whatever it is that is within us, that it is in need of healing, is in grace and in strength, the Lord may provide it for us here.